everyone, Kitty here. Before we dive into the podcast, I wanted to give you a couple of reminders. The first is that we touch on a lot of sensitive subjects that could be possible emotional and trauma triggers for people. If there are any topics that you're sensitive to, we recommend that before you watch any of the movies or listen to our podcasts, you check the website doesthedogdie.com. Also, this podcast is not kid-friendly and not safe for work. Please listen responsibly. Finally, this podcast contains spoilers. If you're like me and don't like spoilers, please watch the movie before listening. Thank you, and happy haunting. This is Hounds of Horror with Max. What is a non-fatal murder? <laughs> Victor. No, you're no, stupid. doesn't matter how close you live to your house. But anyway. <laughs> and Kitty. A That's lot. a lot of words for I'm trying something instead of porn. <laughs> I'm Max. I'm not Stanley Tucci. I am <laughs> Victor. Oh my god. I'm Kitty. And our dog is click, click, clicking across the linoleum. And he's being super cute with one of his toys. All day. He has zero energy. All day. And then the minute we hit record, he's like, oh man, am I ready to run around <laughs> this room? He also does this thing where... Uh, Victor and I will be sitting on the couch and like I will have been sitting on the couch by myself for like two hours and the dog will be laying on the floor and then Vic will come sit with me and (laughs) the dog immediately is like I gotta be in the (laughs) middle of this and then rubs his asshole all over us in order to try and sit down in the very small space between Mm -hmm. us I give him three tries. If he wipes his butthole on me a third time, that's when I launch him bodily off the couch. Uh, here's a true horror story for everyone. Uh, okay. About a well, dog's butthole? Not quite. About a skunk's butthole. But my oh, my no. dog comes out with me when I smoke on the deck, and like she walks around and sniffs around, and she can see stuff out there that I, I can't see. Like She goes running after stuff all the time. Um. And one day, one night, she ran out. She saw something, did like a growl, and then like went leaping after something. And I didn't think much of it. And then when she came back up to the deck, she was like, <laughs> "I was like, what the hell is wrong with you?" And then as soon as she walked past me, it's like just the rank sulfurous stink of a skunk spray. And I was already oh. tired. And she hates baths to begin with. Like she will viciously attack me. <laughs> She's the nicest dog in the world, but if I try to put her in the tub, <laughs> she is like she will. She believes she is like under threat of bodily harm, and she will attack me. Yeah. And uh, so, like, oh she's running God. around trying not to get in the tub, like touching everything, like face rubbing on everything. And finally, I got her stuffed in there and gave her a tomato sauce bath. And did it stain her? <laughs> it, it's her head still smells a little bit, and it's been well, no. It's been like I meant the tomato weeks. sauce because she's white. It would, oh, no. Oh, interesting. I thought that she would have been stained like I bet she pink. looked beautiful after that. Like, beautiful, shiny coat. She just, nobody wanted to get near her. Oh. Uh, yeah. Calcifer does not care about baths, actually. He um, just kind of stands there and looks really sad and defeated while <laughs> <laughs> Slowly put his paw on the side of the tub and slowly get out as though I can't see him if he moves slowly. 
the one time we had to put him in there because um, <laughs> Vic was holding the one of the babies over top of him and pr- the baby projectile vomited all over his back. <laughs> and so we had, to, we had to bathe them both. <laughs> throw both in the tub. <laughs> he threw up all over the dog and himself. Uh, you silly dog. All right. What movie are we talking about this week? Mm. The Silence, which I chose. I can never remember the name of it. It's because the Because I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> the Silence Up, just The Silence. Uh, uh, I counted, oh, by the way. Um, whenever we were discussing last time <laughs> about the horrible high-pitched ringing noise that they make anytime they show the deaf girl, and, like, they they do that as a... Because just shutting off the background noise isn't enough. They have to be like, oh, they also need this horrible high-pitched ringing noise, as if that's what deaf people hear. But I don't think it is. And... They did it, like, 13 times throughout the course of the movie, but the first 10 of them (laughs) were in the first eight minutes, which is all the further that I made it into this movie last time, (laughs) because (laughs) the stupid sound made me want to claw my ears off my head. I I watched another horror movie this week, which we will not watch because it sucked, but... um... (laughs) You would have hated that one even more. Was it like, more of the high-pitched ringing? No. Like, there's this girl who, like, she gets, like, psychotic about people making eating noises. Oh, that's me. So she'll be sitting in, like, a coffee shop, and, it, like, the whole movie is just, like, like this. No. It's, like, and, an like, ASMR crunching video. And, yeah. Oh, my God. People make real good money making ASMR videos. It's a little Why? bit insane. Because some people are, like... They get like the spine tinglies from listening to yeah, it. Yeah, they really like it. But Ugh, for I... me, ASMR of most sounds makes me want to die. So <laughs> most of the like the ASMR videos that I've ever seen have all just been people eating shit, and every time I see it, it just makes me hungry. I'm like, oh man, I want lobster tails. There's this one woman who, like, her videos are like strictly her eating pickles. Ew. Like, well, I like pickles, but directly into the microphone, so it's the loudest <laughs> fucking crunching that you've ever heard. But I've seen ones where it's like people like you like tapping their fingernails on things nope. repeatedly, mm-hmm. and like. I don't know. I don't even know. There's a bunch, like, crinkling paper. Do not want. Control-Alt-Delete. Get the task manager going. One of my friends, uh, Teresa, she (laughs) listens to our show, and she'll appreciate that I said her name, so. Um, But she, (laughs) for a long time, was, like, only getting ASMR TikToks, and they were pissing her off so bad. (laughs) At least once a day, we would get a message from her in our group chat just saying... (laughs) Why the fuck am I getting all of these ASMR videos? That's weird. <laughs> she almost uninstalled TikTok because of it. She couldn't get rid of them. She should. It doesn't have anything worthwhile on it. <laughs> I'm inclined to mostly agree. I can't say that I've ever seen it. Like, although... You spent so much time on TikTok. I didn't say that that wasn't the truth. 
<laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> I mean, I don't understand how either of those statements have anything to do with each other. Anyway. Then why are you on there if it's not worth watching? Why do you eat food that doesn't nu- give your body nutrition? Because it tastes good. Yeah. Because I can spend five seconds doing something that my, I can turn my brain off and be like, ah, funny song. But, like, it doesn't do anything for me. Snap, snap, snap. Fuck? On a side note, um, I did watch the videos you sent me. Uh, uh, that I sent you? Yes. The one okay. about They Are Billions, which I actually saw before it was released. I saw that like a year ago, and I thought, well, it looks interesting. Oh, and now right. I, I guess it's actually out for sale. Um, so that's It's cool. like an updated um, Adam Zombie Smasher. Yeah. That's what it reminded me of. And I also really liked the song you sent oh, me. I saw good. that. In my library today. It's my new favorite song. I was hoping it would be. I fucking love it. I'm fucking love it. I'm fucking. I'm fucking love it. They have some other good (laughs) ones too. I. I don't quite think that any of them have hit me quite the same way, but they have a couple of others that I did really enjoy as well. Yeah, I'll check them out. Something up, and I don't remember what it was. All right. It doesn't matter. Whatever. Okay. Oh, I saw Adam Zombie Smasher on my library for Steam today, and I really wanted to play it. I have not been able to get that game to work in like three years. Yeah, there's something that doesn't agree with my operating system. I just don't understand why he didn't release it to mobile. Like, other than, like, using a stylus would be the same thing as a a cursor. Yeah. And it would transfer really well to, like, tablets and stuff, and he would have made a killing. I don't don't get it. They would have made a killing, the team that made it. I don't understand. Maybe that's not why they made it. Maybe, but I mean, it's a fun game. It's yeah. sad that we can't play it. It is super fun. You're, there is a you, fix for it, but it's mm. it's a pain yeah. in the ass. Like I think you have to go into the registry and set something. Yeah. Um. But all right, let's talk about this fucking movie. Let's get it over with. I eat. Whoa! Did you really <laughs> dislike it that much? <laughs> we'll talk about it at the end. <laughs> Kitty doesn't like creature features. She didn't like anything. She doesn't even like the ghost movie she picks. Uh, okay, that's fair. I've been really hard on movies. I don't know. <laughs> and there's a lot of junk out there, but sometimes, you know. Uh, uh, gotta so. shift through a lot of shit to find the diamonds, I guess. Uh, <laughs> I found a couple diamonds. I, all I've been doing this week is watching horror movies. But, uh, <laughs> so listen, we have Kiernan Shipka as Ali Andrews. Um, that's a cool name. People, she was it a... is, Kiernan Shipka. Oh, wait, this is, this is your thing. Go ahead. Yeah, why don't you just let me do it? Um, she probably people know her best uh, from the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, which I've never seen. Hmm. But I think it's pretty popular on Netflix these days. Um, she was in The Black Coat's Daughter. I started watching that, but I I stopped because I don't remember. I guess I didn't <laughs> like it. But <laughs> Thrilling uh, story. <laughs> um, that's really... I think most of the stuff people would recognize her from, unless Kitty knows one. Oh, no, I think that that's the biggest. Hmm. The biggest. Okay. Uh, next up, we have Stanley Tucci, I think you say, uh, mm-hmm. as Hugh Andrews. He's the dad of the family. Um, the only th- other things I've really seen him in, it says here he was in The Devil Wears Prada. I don't remember what he was in that movie. Um, Transformers, Captain America, which I also didn't watch. Is it that um, you don't like comic book movies or that you don't like Marvel movies? I I don't like comic book movies besides Batman, really. Oh. Um, but now I like, um, you know, Deadpool is pretty great. Um, I like Deadpool. He he kind of like broke the wall for me for Marvel. 
Hmm. Um, but Stanley Tucci was also in um, The Core, which was a decent movie. Uh, it's where they dig down into the Earth's core to restart the core. Oh, okay. Um, the Hunger Games. My The other thing I really remember him from was Lucky Number Slevin. Yeah. Yeah, he was like the crooked cop. Uh, and then he fucking love that scene. <coughs> yeah, it's, it's the word Calevra. It means bad dog. Bad dog. Oh, it says here he was in Road to Perdition. Oh, okay, which I, I saw. That yeah, it was, it was a decent movie about like gangsters and stuff. Had Tom Hanks in it. I sure did. Um, but yeah, in this movie, I thought he was just great. I guess we'll talk about that. But he he made the score of this movie go up for me because he was just so. I don't know exactly what you would expect, like, a dad to be. You know, like, one who's right. not really used to being thrown into survival situations. Just a really engaging actor, and I really enjoy his performance in whatever I see him in. Yeah. Now, we have Miranda Otto. Otto. Miranda Otto. You probably best know her as... Uh, War of the Worlds. Now, Eowyn from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but she was also in War of the Worlds. Uh, she was like an I Frankenstein. <laughs> for like five minutes. Oh, I Frankenstein. I Frankenstein. I don't remember that. She was in the Annabelle movies. Um, gosh, like her pedigree goes on and on too. Mm. Uh, oh, boy. Yeah, I could just go on Lord of the Rings, Lord of the Rings, Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Yeah, I mean, those are the main ones. Okay. So, I've been infatuated with her since Lord of the Rings. Pretty kick-ass lady. Mm-hmm. Both the actress and the character. Oh, she's in that movie I mistook for a game, uh, What Lies Beneath. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> um... Next up, we have John Corbett playing Glenn. Apparently, he was in 47 Meters Down. Oh, the Uncaged. So that's why I don't remember him from that, because I yeah. never saw that. Nope. Um, who, oh, he was in Tombstone. I don't remember who he was in that, though. Oh, wait. Which? There was Tombstone. What was the other one called? Was it called Wyatt or something like that? Uh, well, the one with Kevin Costner? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, no offense to that movie or any of the actors or anyone who worked on it, but I do prefer the one with, um... Oh, shit. Uh, Kurt uh... Russell. Well, yeah, but no, um, the Doc Holliday. Fucking... Val Kilmer. Uh, that's the one. Fucking Val Kilmer. And Sam Elliott <laughs> and Bill Paxton. Yes, they were great, too, but fucking... Uh, uh, Val Kilmer as Doc Holliday. Well, it's just such a great performance. <laughs> Uh, he was also in uh, Volcano with uh, Tommy Lee Jones. No. Don't remember who he was in that, but... Hollywood has this weird habit of bringing out very similar movies within the same, like, summer blockbuster period. So, like, natural disaster movies, there tend to be two very similar ones that come out right within the same year. <laughs> and, like, I think Volcano came out when Dante's Peak came out or something similar. And I, they kind of blend the two of them together. Yes. So next we have, I got a couple more here on my list. Um, there's a okay. lot of weird coincidences here, but we have Billy McClellan as the Reverend. Uh, okay. He was in 
another movie called The Silence in 2006, which is not related <laughs> to this one. <laughs> okay. Uh, it looks like a like a hitman government agent movie or something. Okay. Um, so that's funny. And then what else did I see here? I guess that was it. And Kate Trotter played the mother. Mm. I didn't recognize her from anything. No, I didn't either. And looking through the list here, I don't really see anything I've actually watched. Just the silence. Uh, and then the last guy I wanted to look at was Shane Van Dyke. Because if you look at his picture, uh, he looks a lot like... Who's the guy that like did his own stunts and like he hurt his head and now he's kind of insane? Uh, Remember that guy? Tom Cruise? No. <laughs> <laughs> um... <sighs> He was in one of the Death... Not Death Wish. Uh, oh, God. Uh, He's, like, super blonde. Usually played a bad guy in most of the movies he was in. You're not talking about Nick Nolte, are you? No. Um, who was the kid, the blonde kid in Starship Troopers? Oh, okay, no. I was thinking... I always get them confused. Gary Busey. Um, Gary Busey. His uh, yeah, son. Jake Busey. <laughs> Jake Busey. Who was yeah. also he was in a horror movie about like graduation or something, um, uh, briefly. But okay. Shane Van Dyke, I I don't remember who he was in this movie, but he like his picture on his profile looks like spitting image of Jake Busey. Interesting. Right. Are, are you saying that Jake Busey is the one who does his own stunts and is now kind of crazy, or that his dad was? No, Gary Busey did. Okay. I'm... Interesting. I for some reason that whenever I heard that it was a motorcycle accident was what originally like happened to him, I just assumed that it was like a you know everyday motorcycle accident. Maybe it was from a movie. Okay. I never really looked into it. I should clarify. That's what I've heard. I don't actually know that for a fact. I don't think. Okay. I, I just thought a... he was like insane from drug use. That's what I assume about most people. No, he had a really serious <laughs> head injury. I. I do believe that's true, that he did hurt himself somehow. Um, I thought you were going to say that he did drugs. <laughs> <laughs> I met him once at a convention. I heard. He yeah. is a douche. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't think that he's intentionally a douche. I think that he's just crazy. But his son makes up for it because his son is fucking cool. He was like walking around with uh, like an iPod and be like, yeah, you guys want to hear my band? Like, like he was just like an everyday guy just walking around talking to people. And like, he would like Purell the, the uh, earbud and then be like, here, you want to hear my band? And like, <laughs> it was really funny. Really cool guy. But yes, uh, I, for anyone listening, I routinely, and will always apparently do this. I get Nick Nolte and Gary Busey confused. I don't know why. I guess just because sometimes they portray actors that have the same kind of like energy. <laughs> so like I get them confused. Yeah, yeah. Um, so listen, this is my last thing. Shane Van Dyke. Oh, next to last actually. Uh, Shane Van Dyke. I don't remember who he was in this movie. I don't recognize him at all. Maybe he was one of the tongueless people. But he was in a 2007 movie called Transmorphers. <laughs> Okay. Uh, I guess it's like a derivative of Transformers. I don't know. Um, or Animorphs. Or both. <laughs> something. Sounds... 
But he was also in another uh, a found footage movie I like called The Chernobyl Diaries. Oh, interesting. Uh, yeah, it was actually a pretty decent movie. Um, and then I recently watched a heart-wrenching horror movie called They Come Knocking. Um, I don't remember who he was in that. He wasn't the main guy. Uh, okay. But he was in that, too. And that it was, it was pretty good. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And the last guy I have on my list, the douchebag in the beginning who was, like, making fun of uh, Allie. Right. Um, I thought, well, that guy looks really familiar, but, like, I can't find where he's from his name's gregory waters and he plays dax on letter one of the gay guys <laughs> i love him in letter kenny like daxie yeah. and ronzi like they're they're great characters and i'm like who the hell that's him that's dax from letter kenny yeah that's great <laughs> amazing and this was three years after letter kenny came out so <laughs> all right that's it that's all i got Okay. God, that was a lot. That was was so much. Normally, like, whenever you do this, you're like, here are two of the 75 actors who were in this movie. (laughs) But for some reason, (laughs) there were 14 actors in this movie, and you named 12 of them. So, (laughs) (laughs) What I'm trying to say is they had a pretty good cast for this. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Just real quick, did you guys know that... um, Oh, my God. Now I can't think of his name. Clint Eastwood has a son. Who yes. is like also an actor, and and impossibly handsome. Yeah, fucking asshole. Oh God. Apparently, um, he's all on board, but uh, there's like a pretty substantial fan petition that is trying to get him to be the next Wolverine. <laughs> I I could see that. The only thing I've really seen him in is The Outpost, which was a great movie. Um, but I could see him with like the Wolverine beard and stuff. Which is funny because for a long time there was a huge fan push. Um, right when the first X-Men movie came out, everyone was pushing, well, a lot of the community was pushing for his, uh, his dad, Clint Eastwood, to be Cable. (laughs) Well. Just, okay, so, I, a lot of times whenever I see that somebody has a crooked nose, I just assume that it's crooked because they got punched in the face. And he has a crooked smile. (laughs) (laughs) But... (laughs) Clint Eastwood and his son have genetic crooked noses yeah. that match. And it is weird. There's all kinds of genetic traits that can be passed down that, that look like that. Like Right, but I just always kind of assumed that he just got punched in the face. I don't know. I have um, the, like the outer two fingers on both my hands. The last knuckle is like curved inward very slightly. And I thought I was malformed, but my dad has it. And then I found out a lot of people actually do. I thought you were just going to stop there. Like, that was just an anecdote you just thought you'd throw in. (laughs) Nah. (laughs) Um, I have two moles on the top of my head that look like horns. (laughs) It looks like where my horns would come out. Um, I haven't looked at either of my children to see if they have them, though. So that was just an anecdote. Um... So, I think when all this be... Marvel stuff was coming, I, I'm sorry, I think Clint would have been too old to be Cable. I think so. I think that his personality was probably what people were looking for, but yeah, I think, like, watching him in Gran Torino? Mm-hmm. Oh, what the fuck was that one? Where, like, there's a scene where he goes to run after the car, and, like, it's pretty apparent that, like, he was having a real hard time. I remember seeing <laughs> that being like, aww. Well, I mean, Clint's a great actor, and he's been in a ton oh, yeah. of movies, but... 
you know, him, uh, Josh Brolin or Stephen Lang. With this movie, so okay, moving on. <laughs> yeah, so, we should. I don't have any notes about this movie, um, other than the fact that, uh, like, I don't have any phobias or anything. Um, I don't really have anything else to say. So moving on. Um, oh, by the way, we're Hounds of Horror. You can reach us at Hounds of Horror Pod <laughs> at gmail.com. I'm gonna cut that and put it at the uh, beginning. This is. A <laughs> I'll put that right after it, so people know. <laughs> Um, and we're back. Okay, so this is where it picks up from. Um, uh, yeah, you can reach us at Hounds of Horror Pod. This is our weekly horror podcast where we talk about horror movies and, um, a lot of other shit too. So buckle up. It's going to get weird and then better and then weird again. Um, so this movie starts with, I don't remember. Uh, with Allie and no, it starts with them just outside of Lewistown, Pennsylvania. Wait, is that really where it was? Uh, where, well, that was where the cave was. Oh. Huh. Um, and Not that it matters are... because nobody knows where we live. But Yeah. No. <laughs> uh, maybe it was Lewisburg. Either way. We're in California, <laughs> Um. So they start with uh, these miners digging... Like, I don't know, a big hole for some reason. In rocks really that say. were totally real and not made from particle stone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And they are digging and digging and digging, and they get through, like, a crust. Like, it kind of reminded me of the wafer part in a Ferrero Rocher that... <laughs> <laughs> In cases all of the the hazelnut um, stuff, but anyway, uh, <laughs> they cut through, and then all of a sudden they're like, "Oh, we found a big cavern down here," and then they're like, "What's that sound?" And then somehow <laughs> these weird bat fucking things come flying out of the hole that they made they're pterosaur like creatures excuse me yeah they're essentially dimorphodons <laughs> they look Kinda. like giant bat naked mole rats to me um that's fair <laughs> like okay. like they look like a like a a, a dog-sized naked mole rat mated with a fruit bat or something. I don't know. Not fruit bat. Fruit, fruit, bats, fruit bats are, are cute. cute. Fruit bats they're are so cute. cute. Apparently they're a little smelly, but I'd still like one as a pet. They look like winged foxes. Ever since I saw... What's that naturalist guy? Um, Corp... Steve Irwin? Corbett. No. Yeah, um, I, oh. Cor, Cor, Jeff Corwin? Is that his name? That sounds familiar. Yeah. He, he was driving one back to like release it into the wild, and it was just like laying on his chest, like cuddled into his armpit. Hmm. I was like, oh, it's so cute. Anyway. Um, and then after the miners get fatally murdered <laughs> um, by the bat things, uh, it cuts over to Allie at school. And then she's walking home from school and she's being made fun of by Dex. jocks. Because <laughs> apparently that's something that might still happen. Uh, teenagers are fucking awful according to the media and i'm really scared that they're actually that awful i I literally can't remember (laughs) i literally can't remember ever being that awful but Mm. well i mean not all of them are that awful but (laughs) no 
but also it's hard for us to look back on our behaviors and not see them with a, a tint of what I did was okay. Cause it probably wasn't. I oh, I mean, that. there was definitely shit that wasn't okay that I did, but like it was shit that was really dangerous that I shouldn't have been doing. Like meandering around town at two o'clock in the morning with no adult supervision when I was like 13 years old. Like <laughs> it was a different time back. How then. did I not get kidnapped? <laughs> Well, it's because you're picky as fuck. Somebody would be like, I've got candy in my car. And you'd be like, what kind? <laughs> Is it Fierro Rocher? Aren't <laughs> <laughs> you like 12? I'm 13. Oh, fucking whatever. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, so anyway, they make fun of her. But then the, she the, it's where she reveals like her um, like uh, sixth sense where she knows like stuff's going on behind her or around her that she can't hear. It helps when other people are looking past her and laughing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So uh, on the way home, Rob, I believe is his name, um, like covers up. Sorry, I have a visceral reaction to that name now. (laughs) I fucking told you. Nobody listened to me. Nobody. Um, He's fucking listening. I hope he's fucking listening. I fucking warned you. But anyway, um, uh, he puts his hands over her eyes. And she's like, hi, Rob. And she knew it was him because his hands smell like Twinkies. And like, they walk home. better than anything else it could have smelled like. That's true. It could be poo-poo or pee-pee or um, Winkies. skunks. Yeah. Right. I coughed too hard and now I have to go to the bathroom. I'll be right back. Also, just then, Max, you sounded like an old sea captain. I warned ya. <laughs> Nobody listens to me. You're off the map here, matey, and here there be monsters. <laughs> the Kraken named Rob. <laughs> so, Allie gets home. There's, you know, expo- exposition this, exposition that, with, like, Grandma's outside smoking a cigarette, and Allie sees a no, Grandma, like, and uh, please don't tell your mom, and... <laughs> she has terminal lung cancer. And I was yeah. like, you shouldn't be smoking she... with terminal... Well, I guess at that point it doesn't really matter. Yeah, and and she hasn't told anybody except for her daughter. Yeah. That she's sick. So, um... They're... They have different conversations and whatever. Ha ha ha, you like Rob, whatever. <laughs> and, um... <laughs> Allie goes up to bed... There it is. And her dad comes up and, like, tries to have, like, the talk with her. And she's like, oh, my fucking God, Dad, get out. (laughs) Like, every teenager in every movie where their parent tries to have the talk with them. And all of that just to try and establish how normal their lives are, I think, before all of this goes to hell. Mm -hmm. Um, And... (sighs) There was also a little bit of, like, exposition about the uncle. Uncle, he was in air quotes. Not a He was a family blood friend. Uncle. Yeah. Um, I think that comes up later. It came up, I think... Something happened in the interaction between um, Stanley 
Tucci's character and him, Hugh and the uncle, um, at the construction site. There was something there. Well, I mean, they're talking about her going off to college and how, like, he's worried about it. And, like, oh. he says about, like, you know, I'm hoping that she'll go to, I forget where he said, but somewhere. So that she'd be close yeah. to home. And he's like, are you really, like, is it a good school or you just want her to be close to home? And, like, they had a good relationship. And, like, I believe their chemistry, which is something yeah. that I can't, unfortunately, say about a lot of, like, friendships whenever I see them on the silver screen. Like, I'm like, that feels weird. But, like, this, like, they had good chemistry and, like, they actually seemed like they were, um, <clears throat> like, they felt like friends. Yeah. Um, so I think that might be what you're thinking of. And, like, it... I think well, there's a part where, like, some bullshit in the beginning where, like, they get... He's, like, a, a foreman, maybe? Or... No, no. He's, he's like, runs his own uh, architectural firm. Or I think yeah. Something like something that. Something like so. that. And he's, like, forced to eat, like, a huge cost for yeah. something that wasn't their fault. And he's, like, whatever. Like, we have... Like, you can't lose the client right now. And, like, he's... <laughs> as they're coming out, he's, like, that guy's a jerk. Like... <laughs> <laughs> um, but I like I get mad about shit like that because I'm an old man and I, I'm like that's not fair like fuck these <laughs> life's not fair I have to constantly constantly <laughs> roll over all day at my job uh, so, so she goes to bed they, yeah <clears throat> and whenever she's woken up by her little brother I think. Uh, her mom her mom her mom um at three o'clock in the morning because they're in New Jersey, which isn't that far from Pennsylvania. No. Um, from, I believe it was Lewisburg. Um, because I, and you can sniff, sniff, sniff this because I wouldn't know this if I didn't live in the state. But, um, I very distinctly remember thinking that it was just outside of the town where the, um, Nexium, cult leader was housed for a little bit and that was in Lewisburg, Pennsylvania. So, um, I mean, I guess maybe I would know that if I was just a weirdo, but <laughs> I, mean, I think if you were you without the knowledge that you had or without the living situation, you had, you'd still know that. That's, fa- that's fairly true. Um, and so I remember thinking about that and Lewisburg is like, I don't know, like four and a half, five hours from the New Jersey border. So, um, and so it wouldn't take very long, is what I'm saying, for these things to make their way north. I mean, like as that. the crow flies, I would presume. Well, I mean, maybe, but they're also stopping and eating, like, thousands of people at a time. We're going to get into that. On their way. <laughs> so so they, they're in New Jersey, and um, they... Uh, he was talking about making her go to NYU um, because he didn't think that she could fend for herself, basically. Um, Something like that. um, So they're all watching the TV and they're trying to figure out, like, is this, like, a terrorist attack? Like, is this, uh, you know, uh, some kind of alien invasion? You know, whatever. And they're, like, um, you know, listening to the news and immediately disregard what he tells them to do on the news, which is to stay put. Don't try to flee the city. Don't try to run. Well, <laughs> also on the news, they were just like straight up showing yeah. severed bodies and like... Like the images are very graphic. Like, yes. And I guess maybe news outlets might do that, but like... If it was police, a world... Like no. the police keep things more locked 
down in most circumstances. Maybe, I don't know, but, like, I feel like they don't show graphic shit like they used to do in the 70s. This was, yeah, this is pretty intense. But also, (coughs) I I went to say the world, and then I realized that, no, this isn't the world. This is, like, one part of, a very small part of this country. Yeah. And I don't even know if the news cycle would pick this up in the entire country, let alone the world. Like... Well, it would depend on how many people they were eating, and it seemed like they were eating thousands. I just mean, like, for so... the past three years, the past three years that we've had, I don't know if this would have made the news cycle. Uh, I mean, I guess maybe not. I mean, we would probably have heard about it, but I don't think that. I'd be like, ah, like, oh, yeah, we heard about would. the killer bees, and now this thing, we're just going to sit tight. It's fine. <laughs> Did you hear about the spiders? Now well, I don't spiders. care. I don't care. <laughs> oh, I have Unless they can fly. <laughs> <laughs> They're parachuting spiders. Christ. They're kind of like orb spiders. <laughs> <sighs> well, they've learned to adapt and they can go for themselves. A lot of um, baby spiders will yes. release yes. A, a thread of silk and then go flying away. But, uh, but yeah. the thing about them isn't necessarily the parachuting issue. It's the fact that they're invasive and coming from, like, Japan or something. Yeah, yeah. So we have plenty of invasive species. That's the concern. We yes. are an invasive. Never mind. <laughs> uh, mm, you right, though. Should probably cut that out. Um, all right. So <laughs> they're all like, let's disregard. Let's call Uncle, like, cool guy. He's coming to help us out. And he's going to come in his, like, Land Rover. Yeah. Um, <laughs> With all his guns. Yeah. He's two guns. Uh, I guess he has a rifle, too. What was the character's name? Neil? Was it Neil? No, it was like... uh, What? What was the uncle's name? Glenn. 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 Um, I thought he had two pistols and a rifle. Yes, I said that. Oh, did you? Okay. Well, he had two pistols and a rifle. I thought he had, like, a whole fucking case of guns. No. Which sounds like a Beck song. In the boot. Got two pistols and a rifle (laughs) in my car. (laughs) Uh, so, yes, they flee the city uh, and head into the countryside. Because the news stations are reporting that the the bulk of the attacks are happening in cities because, well, I mean, and they don't know this, but yeah. it's because cities make a lot of noise. <laughs> and as so. they're leaving, they're firebombing the city, which <laughs> is a little extreme 20 minutes after an invasion. <laughs> is everyone out? I don't know. <laughs> And I, I don't, now this will come up later in the movie too, but like these things, like they hear things just like the things from A Quiet Place and, and attack mm-hmm. it. Um, mm-hmm. But unlike the things from A Quiet Place, they eat what they attack too. Um, mm. Yeah. But the things from A Quiet Place, I think, just didn't like noise. Like it annoyed That them. is, yeah, what the film makes it out to be, that they just didn't like anything making noise. It's like, where the fuck did you come from? And, like, I read a synopsis of the second movie because I thought maybe it might explain some more. It doesn't, so I'm not watching it. But uh, <laughs> Maybe they will in the third one. Are they making a third and one? They need, no yeah. thanks. They needed to put John Krasinski in there, so they made it, like, a flashback movie. Oh, like, no. Everything was, mm. like, the sec- I'm talking about the second oh. one. I don't know about the third, yeah, but... Yeah, it has some prequel moments, I guess, or whatever. I don't know, but yeah. I don't see, know. that was one difference about this that I appreciated over A Quiet Place is that you got to see this from the beginning, you know? Um, I actually said that exact same thing while we were watching Well, I said it first on the that... podcast, so it's my idea now. Uh, shut <laughs> I call it a <laughs> max f- phrase, quotation. Um, Maximum but because, phrase. Because, like, I, I thought that a lot with... 
The Walking Dead, how, like, I kind of wished that we had seen it from the beginning instead of it just being, like, Rick going to sleep for eight weeks or what the fuck ever. But then I started thinking about it and I realized that they made Fear the Walking Dead, which was basically that, and I didn't like it as much, so I don't know. Um, I think it was just because I got so used to the the main cast that I didn't like the change. I don't know. (laughs) So Um, what I was going to say was, (laughs) these things are attracted to sound. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, basically, a a lot of kids are fucked. All dogs are fucked. Um, Any animal. Yeah. There was a scene there where they put a, a woman and her baby out of a subway car because the baby was crying mm. I, I i would rather die i i could not send yeah. an infant to that fate and feel yeah. good that i saved my own life like no never um anyway yeah that scene was pretty brutal but do you know how many things in this modern world of ours that make noise that would attract these things yep. that would be oh lethal like like they'd be flying into the helicopter blades thing. and jet engines and like I mean, even just like transformers yeah. emitting a buzz, yeah. like they would be dive bombing those and setting off little bombs everywhere. How did these things? Yeah, any kind of heating systems like proliferate? Like they'd be getting sucked into fans and like <laughs> falling into the ocean, in drowning H-back. because of the waves and. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, just get a megaphone and like uh, a large piece of farm equipment and turn it on and turn the megaphone on and like play <laughs> who let the dogs out and just be like Meow. I mean they kind of did that later on but we'll talk about it so um, they start driving they get stuck in like vacation weekend traffic in <laughs> North Carolina like they're tailgating <laughs> <laughs> Woo, out at the world party <laughs> I probably fucking would. (laughs) (laughs) But you skipped over the super sappy conversation she has with her boyfriend and like her super supportive, super awesome, like amazing boyfriend. I just (laughs) don't believe that any, any kid doesn't matter their gender. Any kid like would be that emotionally supportive. Like kids are assholes. Well, I did see a teenage kid who married another teenage girl. It was permitted by law. Um, because they were boyfriend and girlfriend, but she had a terminal, um, like, bone disease. Are you talking about A Walk to Remember right now? <laughs> um, is that a movie? <laughs> it's a Nicholas Sparks movie. Um, maybe, but maybe they made the movie based on that. I don't know. Probably. Um, <laughs> no, I, I saw A Walk to Remember by Nicholas Sparks. Uh... No, but I, I I saw it like on a it was like a documentary thing. I I was it was a joke. <laughs> oh, sorry. Okay. Well, <laughs> but anyway, like he they allowed him to marry her because her death was fast approaching. Right. Uh, that's it. He was supportive. Okay. Well, I mean, I guess I'm <laughs> I'm I'm will shut up and be disproven about kids being assholes now because <laughs> this one story. That inspired a Nicholas Sparks novel. I am. I'm just reading the first line of the plot for a walk to remember, and it says, In Beaufort, North Carolina, popular and rebellious high school senior Landon Carter and his friends have have illegally drank on school ground. I guess that does make sense. But it's just worded. All right. Have illegally drank. Illegally drank. Okay. Yes. So she has a very nice conversation with her super supportive 
not boyfriend, but kind of sort of. And then they get stuck in traffic and Glenn is all like, let's go off roading in my vehicle that was made to do that. And your minivan. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And your Lincoln town car or whatever that Lincoln has. Yeah. Actually, Lincoln would be a good choice Uh, for a post-apocalypse vehicle, but. They're very heavy. And very reliable and very expensive. Uh, Yeah. So they go off roading and then this thing happens that I have such a problem with. Like Glenn is driving. Well, I I think before they get to this part, they stop at a gas station and there's a guy that's like, give me the keys to the car with a shotgun, you know, pointed at him. And then Glenn comes out of the convenience store and shoots the guy in the leg. And the guy's like, wait, don't leave me here. Like, he was going to fucking leave them. Like, fuck. <laughs> well, hold on. Like, the world hadn't quite devolved to that point yet. It's because she takes the dog out and the dog, like, looks up in the middle of nowhere and starts barking. And the guy's like, shut that fucking dog up. Like, shut the dog up. And he's pointing his gun at her who's holding the dog. That's... He wasn't trying to steal anything from them. He was just being an asshole about her not shutting the dog up and pointing well, a gun at her. Then he did try to take their shit. Yeah, I thought he did. Did he? Because I just watched yeah, it before no. the podcast. He, so. Yeah, oh, no, okay. he was he was like, yeah, shut the fucking dog up and give me all your shit. And like, I missed that part. Yeah. Okay, never mind. So fuck him. Like then, I'd shoot um, him in the leg too and leave him yeah. there to get vespid. Oh, they're called vesps, I by might, the way. I might have gone back to help him and then shot him in the other leg. <laughs> I'm like, bye. Hope it all works out for you. So, at um, any rate, Glenn goes off-roading um, in his, I don't know, it looks like a Land Rover, maybe. Unintentionally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, not quite there yet. Well, and here, like, a herd of deer come running across the road trail. and Because they're going way too fucking fast on these dirt roads that they don't know. And, like... Driving like a fucking maniac. Like, but here's the thing. That may be so. Um, <laughs> if he had been going the appropriate speed for a back road like that, it wouldn't have been an issue. Well, anyway. It could have also that. still not been an issue. Like, hitting a deer will fuck up your car. But what's the worst he would have had to do? Get out and go get in the other van and keep riding with everybody else. But instead of doing what any sane person would do when there's an obstruction in the road... He guns the accelerator and whips the wheel hard to the right and off the road. Instead of hitting the fucking brakes. I don't get it. It happens in so many different movies. Or like a deer or something or a person runs across the road. Now a person I can understand because you don't want to hit them ideally. Um, Well, and I mean, I think too that like uh, there is that like you never know what you would do in that situation. I would like to think that I would hit the brakes, but I'm also a very clumsy person, and I could see myself panicking and slamming on the gas. <laughs> I could see you hitting both pedals simultaneously as hard as you could. <laughs> and the motor just flying out the front of the car. Um, Kitty, I, I can tell you, I have been least. in that situation multiple times. I know exactly what I would do because I've done it twice. I don't know exactly what I would do. That's... <laughs> One time, one time I was backing into a parking spot. Oh, Christ. Okay. I I, I'm not sure what happened park. to Kitty just now, but... Sorry. <laughs> I was back... One time I was backing into a parking space at a gas station. And I backed up too far. And I hit one of the little posts that's 
intention is to keep you from driving a bulldozer. That's why they put him there. Uh huh. I, I, I hit the gas starter. Yep. <sighs> so and that's our kitty. Was he there? No. Oh, thank God. Oh, my God. So, listen, Sorry. I just anyway. want to sit. Oh, go well, ahead. I was on my way to Victor's house when we were younger lads. And mm-hmm. I was probably going faster than I should have been, as I often did. Um, and, like, a bunch of deer started running and jumping out on the road in front of me. So, even at that point, I didn't panic and swerve the wheel as hard as I could and go rolling off into the cornfield. I slowed down quite a bit. And by the time I got to them, they had passed. And then one of them rammed my driver's side door. Um, I didn't hit a deer, but one of them hit me. And it smashed in my driver's side door. It was like they had a hit out they on did. you. And I did not panic and, like, stamp the gas or, like, crank the wheel and go, like, I don't know. I Maybe it's different for me, but I just I don't understand it. I do know that for any of our listeners who aren't used to, like, driving on country roads or what to do when you see deer, if you see one deer, slow the fuck down. Slow the fuck down. There's gonna be more. And I remember I was coming home. I don't remember what fucking job it was. And I remember I saw one deer run across the road. And I immediately slowed down. And the van in front of me didn't. And the next thing I saw was a deer going flying like 30 feet in the air. (laughs) And that van was swerving off the road. And I was like... Dude, it's the rule. <laughs> you see one, there's going to be more. Slow the fuck down. All right. So where the fuck? Oh, An we were at the deer scene. Yes. Moose elk. Yeah, they they were huge. First of all, and they were all like had enormous antlers that were still in velvet, and like bucks don't typically travel in herds like that together. <laughs> it, anyway, it's crazy times. They were elk. They Maybe were they were fleeing the Vespas. Maybe, but yep, he's all like, and he wrecks. How do these vehicles work? (laughs) And he flips his car seventeen times, (laughs) Mm -hmm. and for some reason, he was the only one in his vehicle. Like everybody else was in the van. Well, the kid was the boy was with him, and then at some point on the road, he was like, "I want to go be with dad." So it's like, okay, I see how they set that up. I have a bad feeling about driving with you. It's, um, it's because they initially put him in the van with the uncle, and then they were like, wait a minute, we need a reason <laughs> for for him to not be in this car, because he would probably die yep. if he were in this car. <laughs> so, Glenn's... Can't reshoot that uh, footage. No. <laughs> he's, he's pinned in his turned-over car, and so um, Hugh comes down, and he's like, well, well, I'll get something to get you out, and he tries like a tire iron, which he can't get the door open. And Glenn's like, give me my guns. Give me my guns. And he's like, you got to get out of here. If you don't. He's like, my legs are pinned. I can't move. (laughs) So he's like, hey, we're going to go get help. You know, we'll we'll be right back. And then when they get in his van, um, what's her face? Sabrina, the teenage witch. She's like, turn it off. Mm -hmm. Because she had a sixth sense that there were Vespas around. And there were. Vespas. Vespa is, I believe, Spanish. Uh, it's also a type of. Uh, it is. Nomad. If I ever move to Europe, that's the first vehicle I'm buying is a Vespa. Awful people. 
there anyway. Anyway. So. so these creatures start <clears throat> so these creatures start flooding in and she is like sixth sense alert like turn the car <laughs> off and um is able to apparently calm the dog down enough um but i guess the dog starts barking again uh and then it starts smashing into the window and the mom starts screaming which makes the situation worse <laughs> and somehow glenn who is badly injured 30 feet down an embankment in his car hears her screaming and knows just what to do. Like, he's going to sacrifice himself, so he starts <laughs> he starts firing his gun, which brings them down. And he starts hitting a couple of them. Yeah, when like, they start climbing through the window, he starts shooting them. Yeah. He starts picking them off. Um, <clears throat> if it were me, once I knew that, like, they were going to start, like, slowly eating me, I probably would have made sure I had at least one round left yes. for me. Well, maybe yep. he did. I don't know oh. that I'd... Uh, well, that's true. I guess we don't have to actually see him, you know, bite it for sure. Um, so then the dog's losing its shit again. Yeah. And the dad is like, well, sorry, and opens the hatch and the dog goes running out. And I mean, it like, if it were, you know, my dog or my kids, I, I would probably... I do love Calcifer, but I love Calcifer in the way that Peter loves Meg in Family Guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, I I love my dog, but I mean, I would make the same choice. Like, it's yeah. not that she's any less a part of the family. It's that she doesn't understand yeah. that to not be quiet would kill us all. And Yes. I don't know. But yeah, so Hugh lets the... What is it, a St. Bernard? No, it's a Rottweiler. Rottweiler, lets, yeah. He lets uh, dog meat out, and mm. presumably dog meat gets eaten. I think there's presumably. some faint whimpering, and I think that's about all that we need, yeah. that we hear about it. So, I mean, that's nice that they didn't, like, graphically show it. Um, but did anyone else, when he hugs the dog and he's trying to keep it quiet, did anyone else think he was going to strangle it? I thought he was going to snap its neck. I've got some serious... Um, I am legend vibes. I did too. Because, because like, think about it. Like you're in a relatively safe situation of being in your car, like safer than opening the door. And I thought he was just going to strangle the dog. And like, because he didn't want to open the door. That was immediately where my mind went. And I was like, Oh, he's just, he's like saying his goodbye and comforting him telling him, telling her that he's sorry. And he's going to open the door and let her out. But like for a second, I thought he was just going to like, is apologetically and sweetly as possible. Kill it. I don't know. Well, you thought wrong, but... um, Apparently I did. Yeah, so I'm assuming, like, a night passes, perhaps, while they're in the van, smelling Uh, like pee-pee, because you got to go in your pants, so... um, But he... I didn't get the impression that they were there that long. Maybe they were. Doesn't matter, but... Hard to say. um, Hugh takes his tire iron that he was going to use to get Glenn out... I, I don't remember what he was going to try to do, but he was going to, like, try and sneak away. I don't know. Um, and I think yeah. that's when he realizes they're blind. Because uh, one lands on top of the van because the mom starts coughing. Um, mm-hmm. The grandmother. Yeah, the grandmother. Um, and uh, Well, he's able to get out before that happens and get the tire iron. Because he tells him, like, I'm going to, he's like, hang on, like, I'm, I'm going to try something. And, like, he gets out really quietly. 
I think he was going to go check on Glenn. Oh, maybe. I have no idea what he was going to do. But he just I think he just said, I'm going to try something. And then that's when she coughs and it flies down. So he tries chucking the tire iron. And then they don't drive to get out of no. there. Right? No. They, and they asked, he asked the uh, grandmother for her lighter while they were in the van. I don't remember why. Maybe they had a flare or something. Do oh, flares yeah. need? I don't know. He asked for a lighter. Shouldn't. Nope. Flares have a, uh, like a match box, like striker yeah. cap on mm-hmm. the top. Um, but he needed, he needed the lighter and the, uh, that's when the mom turns to the grandma and is like, she doesn't smoke. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody else in the car just gives her a look like. Why did he need the lighter? What the fuck was He went for? down to Glenn's car and there was fuel dripping onto the spare tire or tire somewhere. So he puts uh, a rag there so they... and lights it mm, to blow up Glenn's car so they can get away. Without getting any guns. Yes. Dude, my fart showed up on the audacity. It did. <laughs> it did. <laughs> I was about to stop and go back like and a, listen to it and just realized I can't. A distant tuba. <laughs> it's a good microphone. I might leave that in the podcast. Um. Maybe. <laughs> um, so, yes, that's how they originally or how they get away, which, by the way, that right there. They have no concept of fire. If they've been in a, cra- a cave for fucking thousands of years, they apparently don't give a shit if it's hot. So they're flying right <laughs> into that fucking explosion. Yep. Yeah. Which also, like, there's no fucking way that there would be that much of an explosion from a fuel tank in a car. Like, it's not going to explode like that. So, also, um, when he gets back to the car after that to get them, the, the grandmother's like, I'm so sorry, you know, and... And, like, I just, I really like all their acting. Like, it's really one of the things that did help this movie stay afloat. Um, and he's like, it's okay, it's okay. You know. Because it's not yeah. her fault. I mean, well, but the roundabout no. it is. But, you know, you can't blame somebody for not being able to control that kind of yeah. thing. So they go on a little walk. And they end up, like, up a, a mountain. And they as they're walking up the grandmother's like falling over nearly passing out and her daughter's helping her up and she's like you need to tell them and um that's when they start alluding to more of that i guess um and they're up on the mountain whispering to one another and uh ally spots a house in the woods little house and they all yeah they start meandering that direction and these creatures are all over yeah. by the way and i think there's one shot where they pan away from them walking on this trail and they pan over to the electric lines coming off of a um, station and they're like covered like like birds would be yeah. sitting on which power lines. doesn't make any sense because we just said about how that they'll attack anything that makes anything noise that yeah. makes noise and there's fucking transformers going well buzzing but whatever um and then they um cause a sweet old lady's death oh yeah she was super super sweet and not crazy at all she was pretending she was pretending she was protecting her her home and they killed her like 
she they came up to a gate that she didn't have installed because these things started attacking i don't even think she knew that these she things didn't. were attacking she was in her home she and was i'm really proud she of had like, i just killed a fly but um continue please <laughs> she had this giant fence with these this giant lock and like bells attached to it and the bell rang and of course it attracted they like because they tried to open the gate of course it attracted the creatures the vests and this old lady comes out telling them to leave or else she's gonna fucking shoot them fuck you and like because she doesn't want them on her property without getting there they're like she doesn't let them get a word out like if somebody showed up to my house like that, I would ask them if they were okay. I wouldn't shove a gun in their face. It wasn't like they were on her porch. It wasn't like they were trying to open her door to her house. To be house. fair, they weren't Maybe doing a lot of talking. Protection. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I, well, I, I could see myself living in a house like that, all prepped up and like yeah. stuff. But like, if I saw a family distraught like coming up to the fence, I wouldn't be like, get off of here, I'm gonna, we gotta shoot you. Like, if it was some thugly man, I might, you know, be like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Missing a tongue. Yeah. <laughs> but if it was, like, a family of very normal-looking people, you know. I don't know. These are all fair points. I'm just being an ass. Like, she wasn't a perfectly sweet lady, is what no, I'm no. I'm saying. She the, was... The, the first part was a joke, but the fact that you took it so a, hard. Kind of a bog witch. I don't know. <laughs> She probably killed, anyway. like, children and ate them. You don't know. Thre- she killed three of her husbands and had them chopped into pieces <laughs> in the backyard. In the mulcher, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, she starts screaming at them because she doesn't know that, like, she's not supposed to be making noise. And... So sorry. The Vesps come down and murder her face off. They knock her into a pit in like I thought it was it a looks well. Like a well but the but floor it is, only yeah, went right like, there. <laughs> it was just decorative. Like ten feet down. Her feet were like sticking over the edge while she was getting attacked. <laughs> anyway. Yep, so she gets et up and then they go around and they find like a little um, culvert, maybe? Like a drain. I think it's called a culvert. But, and it, like. I think culverts have to be made of concrete. I think it was made of concrete. the fact that she. It was made of metal. Had all of these, like, precautions in place to make sure that nobody got on her property. (laughs) She just left that thing wide fucking open and it was big enough to fit two people high. Nobody bigger than 300 (laughs) pounds could get in her property, so. (laughs) The guy who designed the Death Star was taking a break and decided to design people's homes. You're not going to leave any, like, inconspicuous way for people to get into my house? Nope, I will not. I've got a great track record. Well, as far as I know, Mads Mikkelsen's the one that designed the start, the, uh, God. What the fuck is that? The Death Star. He would be a fucking amazing interior designer. Except for the holes and everything, I guess, but... If you didn't need the security that Darth Vader did, then it would be fine. <laughs> um, but <laughs> anyway, um, the dad, Hugh, he starts going through the tunnel and he gets through the tunnel just fine. Yeah, but then <laughs> later there's a snake. <laughs> 
unknowingly yeah. he kicks like, the snake's nest. Ah, yes, Two it's a rattlesnake. Later, there's a there's a, a snake, and like. Did you guys both not see that part? Um, he kicks it. Oh as no! Yeah. I straight up didn't see that happen. As he's going through the tunnel, he kicks a little tuft of earth, and it knocks the snake's den over and gotcha. gets upset. That's what At least rattlesnakes are polite enough not... to announce their intentions. Like, well, I mean, I think it depends on the situation, but um, in that situation, I, I'm not 100 percent sure that. The, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know snake behavior that well, but like, <clears throat> presumably, if it never rains, then I guess it's not a problem. But like, I don't know that they would make a home in something that gets flooded every other day so just real quick i'm reading this book series right now and it takes place in the fey realm and the fey can all like they they all have an order which like is something that they can transform into or whatever and like there are like vampires and werewolves and shit but um one of the characters is a basilisk and in his fey form, not in his snake form, they describe him making a sound that's like a rattle. <laughs> like, okay. When his, like, because it's, like, supposed to be his order form, like, semi-surfacing. And, like, I just, like, want to email the authors and be like, have you ever seen a snake before? <laughs> like, I don't think you understand how snakes work. <laughs> That's, I mean, I don't understand. Like, I can understand, like, a character manifesting, like, an inner creature like that with, like, overly enunciating their S's to have, like, a hiss sound. Maybe that's overdone, but, like, that's just, like, how, also, what does he have a maraca? That's what I want to know. Yeah, I had a similar problem. I told you I was reading those Malazan books of the fallen, like, medieval fantasy books. Yeah. Well... The author, yeah. like, there was a demon that had a weapon, and he called it a matlock. And I'm like, I've never heard of a matlock. Like, what kind of medieval weapon is that? And it's... it's. Did you yeah, Google it? I'm pretty sure he meant matic, like a pick axe. Because <laughs> matlock is a TV lawyer. And then later he was talking about siege onagers, like, casting, like, 12 bolts in a shot. And I'm like, those are fucking catapults. Like a ballista shoots bolts. Like he's like. So it's so strange well, how he wrote all these books, and they were really good books. But like, how do you not know those things? Like, not everyone so can be fucking Michael Crichton, who I think did a ridiculous amount of fucking research for his books because, like, the amount of detail that he has for stupid <laughs> fucking shit like computer systems is so fucking weird. But then he has shit that doesn't, like, didn't exist at the time and still doesn't exist. Like, the ability for a computer system to monitor an animal population on its own, like, yeah. fuck off. <laughs> Go on. But, um, yeah. The books that I'm reading, just a real quick aside, are, like, spicy Harry Potter. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> Cracks me up. Anyway. Alright, so. Hugh kicks yes. the rattlesnake nest. And mm -hmm. Jude is... I legitimately did not see that. It's pretty dark. Jude is coming up behind him, and the snake's like, hey, stay back. And it's like, rattle, rattle, rattle. Um, Jude? Is his name Jude? Jude? Yes. <laughs> okay, because you were saying Judas. Judas. <laughs> Judas. <laughs> yeah. I don't think Jesus anyone names no. their kid Judas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I mean... doing it if we have another kid. <laughs> 
every time he does something wrong, I'd be like, oh, Judas. <laughs> Judas, no. I should have known. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so the rattlesnake's like, hey, I'm a venomous snake. And he's like, oh, oh boy, oh, boy. And then yeah, Vesps um, start biting Kelly because her leg is sticking out. And she starts screaming. Um, and then here's another part I don't get. Uh, Hugh fires up a, a wood chipper that's attached to a like a PTO on a tractor, I think. Mm, that's making like a that. lot of noise, and the Vespas are just their Vesps are just flying right into the grinder and getting chewed just up. right into the hole. Yeah, <laughs> just right into the fucking like, hole. Entire invasion <laughs> taken care of in one fucking night. Just leave so, it. So like, seriously, if there was a lion looking at me and Kitty. And it hadn't attacked one of us. I'm pretty sure if I acted up enough, I could get the lion to come attack me first. You know, in, in an okay. effort to save Kitty. But if the lion had already attacked her... and like, Would you do that for me? I Aww. Would. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but if the lion had already attacked her and was like, had a deal, <laughs> I don't think I would be able to get the lion away from her. You know what I mean? I think if you made a motion to make it seem like you were trying to steal the meal, which would be Kitty in this situation, from the lion, you'd probably be able to get it to go, but not until after she was right. dead. Realistically. But also, just real quick, I want to describe how I think this would go. I think that the lion would pounce on Kitty and you would go, shove your hand down its throat. <laughs> that is my go-to tactic she... for fighting giant cats. <laughs> and as she was being like thrown around, she would go, what do you think his name is? Also, I, yeah, I would just like you to know that if Max and I were being <laughs> stared down by a lion and we didn't know what to do, I would probably just go and see if I I'd be like, hey, get out of here. Hey. But anyway, I don't think the Vespa's attacking Kelly would leave like a place where they knew there was meat. I don't know. Uh, I don't think so. I also think that it's fucking bullshit that they can hear the sound of a snake hissing, not rattling, hissing, because it was very, very important to me that the sound that they hear coming out of the tunnel is a shh sound, not a shh sound. <laughs> they bothered the fuck out of me. <laughs> I was like, okay. So it goes in, bites the snake's head off, and then leaves, because yeah. sure, why the fuck not? But it doesn't fly around to where the other person's being attacked. Yeah, like, I don't know. what the fuck? You can set a, a trap with so, a rattlesnake. Like, if you were chasing me, Victor, to kill me, and like I crawled through a little tunnel and there was a rattlesnake, what I might try to do is like grab it by the neck and then cut its rattle off and then just leave it in the tunnel. And then when you come up, it'll try to rattle its tail, but it won't be able to and you won't know it's there. Uh, yes. It works. But. I think you'd have a hard time getting away from the snake that you just. Well, I mean, I'd throw it a little bit. <laughs> It'd be pretty fucking pissed. <laughs> All right, we have a deal. You stay here. What the fuck? I'd throw it a little bit, just a little. Eh, eh, go yeah, I'm not gonna snake. like drop it at my feet, you know. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I think you. I would just whip the snake at the person that was following me. <laughs> Yeah, like wait at the end of the tunnel and just wait for them to stick their face out. Um, so, uh, but I would one hundred percent yell something cool like um, 
know. <laughs> Rattlesnake, I choose you. <laughs> and throw it at the I was person. just about to say, it snakes a village, but I think that's the title of a Boss Burgers episode. <laughs> oh my god, that's amazing. Alright, so... so... They need to get hysteric. <laughs> they all start going through the wood chipper, and the family goes inside the house and they why does he turn it off it probably runs out of gas maybe why? to preserve gas no he straight up turned uh, it off for some well, maybe you want to save reason. some like in case another herd of vesps mm-hmm. comes flock <laughs> what's a group of bats called um uh it's probably oh, got a name uh, let me look let me look a group of baboons is called a congress um a group of crows is called a murder a group of ravens is called an unkindness. It's a crash of rhinos. Yeah, mm-hmm. a bloat of hippos. <laughs> mm-hmm. A business of ferrets. Oh, we should have known this. Favorite. Baby bats are called pups, and a group of bats is a colony. <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, that makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everyone listening to this is like, why would you know that? <laughs> Us all growing up on National Geographic with Spin. <laughs> I sorry I let you down, Spin. So they um, get away from so the outside vests. And they get into the house. Which is really quite cozy. It is. Yeah, actually. I thought that they were gonna run into like the now widower husband of the woman that they just had <laughs> murdered by the vests. Like he's blind and deaf and wife? like he can't get around on his own. Like, <laughs> have you guys seen my wife out there? How would he even know that they were there if he's blind and deaf? It's the guy from Don't Breathe. <laughs> I, I didn't hear you guys saying anything. I thought that I just like kill everything like the mood. <laughs> no. Kitty said, "How would they know? How would he know that they, anyone was there? If he was blind because he's got the sixth sense that all deaf people have. <coughs> well, oh wouldn't he have God. seven senses then? Because he'd have some extra to compensate. He's missing two, so no, he wouldn't. <laughs> Maybe he could smell like their cologne or something. I don't know. That's still one of the senses that you'd expect someone to have, though. <laughs> N- never mind. But <laughs> oh my! And he can't see dead people, so I mean." It's... <laughs> Maybe he can, and that's how he knew his wife was oh. dead. <laughs> Are you guys laughing oh, right now? Because like, I feel like every time I say something, it's just silence. <laughs> yes, it's me laughing. I'm sorry. Can you oh laugh louder God, so I know like I'm still being amusing? Like, I, I think the problem is that I'm laughing too loud, it's and clipping it's out. clipping out my microphone. <laughs> I, I'm not so generalizing sorry. about. Oh, I know they don't all have you know crazy senses and stuff, but <sighs> I'm trying to remember when this happened. Oh, it's when they're in the car. Um, so backing up a little bit, it's when they're in the car, and the things are like surrounding the car. I think it's the mom or the the grandmother that says like, "What is that smell?" And that's when I first realized that like these things have been living in a cave, like whatever. Like maybe that's just like I don't know. Like caves are gross. They smell weird. But um, <laughs> turns out, like, and then I started wondering, like, are they trying to set up that these things are like, uh, like, uh, like Komodo dragons or something? Like, they have some kind of a bacteria, which has now been proven to not actually be a bacteria; it is a venom. Um, for many, many years, we were told from National Geographic that uh, Komodo dragons have like 
awful bacteria growing in their mouth when Salmonella, they bite you. Salmonella, basically. Like... <laughs> Apparently, it is actually a venom. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, so they set that up with being like, oh, they smell so gross. And then when the mom gets bit, like, within an hour, she's got a really awful infection going on. Yeah. And that's when all of a sudden the grandmother's a nurse, which they never bring up at any other point, at least not that I remember. But she's like... Uh, uh, he says, like, you're a nurse. What's your prognosis? And I was like, is she? <laughs> Did we know this? But yeah, I guess she, she used is, to be a nurse. Uh, she's basically... Um, but, I, I mean... Did they mention that a at a different point? A lot of lizard bites will have bacteria in them. Well, yeah. yes. But I think that specifically the Komodo dragon thing well, just caught my attention because, like, forever that, that was just... I mean, I think anything that eats me, um, any, any predator, like, has kind of a shitty mouth... You know. Well, yeah. Um, so they uh the grandmother's like, yeah, like she needs antibiotics like yesterday. And so the dad and the daughter decide to I like how we're just like we've given up on names. <laughs> we're just it's their relationships dad to one, each other. Daughter one. Well like I just um, <laughs> just wanna point out that like the muscle in her leg is <clears throat> rotting. Like, it's bad. Yeah. And, like, the muscle is starting to cave in on itself, and it looks awful. So, this is a serious infection that came about really fucking fast. And she's got a terrible fever, and she's going septic. So, she... she's like, gotta get antibiotics, which, as we know from playing Seven Days to Die, is really fucking yeah. hard to do. Yeah. 17 hours of <laughs> gameplay. <laughs> um... So they go into the closest town, and while they're on their way there, they find a couple laying in the grass that are dead, and they're, like, hugging each other, and the boyfriend has, like, or her husband or whatever, has, like, a note on his chest that just says, shh, on it. And they're like, huh, that's strange, and they just keep walking. And so... But they say... So they go, um, seven days to die style, they go into town, and, um, they go searching, find this couple um and then they i think it's yeah okay so they go into a pharmacy that looks like a like a hole in the wall kind of mom and pop type thing mm-hmm. and they go in and find that there are vesps inside and there's just like dead people fucking everywhere eggs yeah and, and no. well they don't know that yet but they start searching around and they find you know he just i guess he knows the names for uh antibiotics or she told him what to look for but he starts grabbing some it's basically anything with yeah those are the main ones you want to go for um they grab a couple uh thankfully don't make any noise and then she like sees that one of the dead bodies is moving slightly and goes over and lifts it up and finds that like for some fucking reason even though this makes no sense speaking from any kind of biological perspective that these things lay their eggs inside of hosts, like dead bodies, like which <clears throat> I don't know that there's any creature in existence that does that. There are actually. Well, okay, so I don't think there's any living creature that isn't in an insect or maybe some marine like creatures that do that. But like, I can't think of anything that lays its eggs inside of a dead host, not a living host, but a dead one, like maggots, sure. Um, certain types of insects but like i i can't think of anything that does that 
And it's just, like, it's even weirder to consider the fact that these things have been trapped in a cave for thousands of years or whatever. How many creatures were they able to find to bear their young inside of? Like, were they killing each other and knowing it? Like, <clears throat> I don't know. Yeah, like, there should have been, like, millions of those fucking things. It doesn't make a lot of sense to me. And, like, if if their cycle for, like, reproduce, reproduction is that fast, then they should have been, like, yeah. So, anyway, that the logic behind that was... And it didn't need to be in the movie. It didn't need to go anywhere. There was plenty of them getting out of the cave to cause massive destruction. We didn't need to see the whole, like... I don't know. It was more of just a gross-out factor that didn't really seem to do anything. Didn't really work for me. Um, but also, like... I guess they were reptiles then. I yeah, guess. some type. I they wouldn't. They wouldn't be mammals because mammals don't lay eggs. So. I guess, but I mean, I guess bats bear live young. So they said that they like were descendant from bats or something, though. So I don't know. I don't know. It's movie logic, so whatever. But it just, I don't know, seemed unnecessary to me. And that's when something happens. She knocks something over, and then the Vesps start, like, getting upset. So cool, resourceful dad Hugh resorts to the same thing that he did before and lights something <laughs> on fire. <laughs> which is a mop, which goes up real fucking fast. It does. Like, they had it specially doused in gasoline before. Yeah. Um, but... While they're in the shop, they're being watched by mm. Creepy McCreeperson. Father Creeper. Um, and I know <laughs> um, that Max usually does his where I would die moments for this, but I'm just going to say that where I would die is probably by joining the Creepy Cult. <laughs> um <laughs> I would have died trying to stop you from joining the creepy cult. <laughs> um, so they find what they need. They set a mop on fire, turn the sprinklers on. The Vesps start attacking the sprinklers and Allie and Hugh make their way out of the building. And they're casually walking. Excuse me. Hold on. Excuse me. Um, they're casually walking down the street and, um, the guy in the, um, uh, priest's uniform is just standing there creepily mm -hmm. staring at them. Yeah. And Hugh is polite and approaches him and the guy just starts writing shit down instead of actually saying anything because... Oh, because the things attack. Yeah. Sounds. Never mind. I, no, it's, it's not. not. Weird. It's really not. If you don't it's, know sign language. No, I mean, it is weird. <laughs> it's but... weird whenever they go to leave and he's upset about it and just goes like, <gasps> with his weird open mouth. Like, that's fucking weird, but they weird don't see that. tongueless open Cutting mouth. Cutting out your tongue uh, doesn't stop you from being able to make noise with your voice. It doesn't at all. I mean, there are, you've got at least... <laughs> okay i was gonna say you've got one other orifice that can make sound but <laughs> that's like, what would kill me in this instance <laughs> like we were watching a flock of them overhead and you just hear oops sorry <laughs> yeah. is that where you would die i'd have to carry like bells with their clappers wrapped <laughs> and like when i had a fart coming up i just have to like toss a bell away <laughs> from me 
so I could fart. And... <laughs> Firecrackers. Um, but there's two things that I want to say about this. First of all, for me, it would be my stomach because my stomach will make some like fucking whale noises. Like I'll just be sitting here, and it's been hours since I've eaten anything, and it's been like, and like it sometimes it'll make like a high pitched one where it's like, and I'm like, is one of our children making noises? So he's like, no, that's my stomach. So that's what probably get me killed. Like I'd be like doing like really good and being super quiet because it's what I do anyway. But like. That would kill me, for sure, because I can't fucking control that shit. But the other thing that I want to note here is that, like, we've talked about this a little bit, but, like, these creatures are so aggravated by sound that they're willing to attack, like, water droplets and sprinklers. That means that there is no living creature that will not be killed by them. Like, there is no living thing that they can get to that isn't, like at least a couple feet down below the surface of, of some body of water. Yeah, I'd say most sea them. animals like are everything. probably safe. But yeah. Like insects, uh, anything that it, like, anything they can get to. So, and I, I had the same problem with A Quiet Place. Like, we, there's a part where, like, a big, fat, happy raccoon, like, thunks around on their, their tin roof, which is <laughs> a bad idea anyway, but whatever. Uh, and then it falls down and it kills it. Like, that means that there's no, like living things that they can't murder in this movie at least like these things can fly so they can get to birds but like i always imagine the the creatures from a quiet place like shaking their clawed arms at birds as they flew away <laughs> oh, i'll get you someday <laughs> but like they'll kill anything that makes sound so like they're this is like an ecological fucking disaster yeah so i don't know i just wanted to note that that doesn't really matter but um so yeah they they go home and they get her, her antibiotics and they're like fucking amazing because she's fine within like two hours. And I here's think that was supposed to be like a flash forward by a couple of weeks because like... Weeks? I don't know. I was thinking days. No, I, I was thinking like weeks. Like it looked like it had been healed over pretty well. Like they had okay. started getting used to living in this. But here's the thing. And Max, I, I need you to uh -huh. weigh in here. Let's say that you have a terrible wound that has become horribly infected, like it is hot to the touch, it's weeping, it smells awful. You have got a serious infection. If you get antibiotics, and let's say you get enough of antibiotics and you've got a course of them and they're able to, you know, flush this, this infection from your system, the areas that have been eaten away by that infection do not come back. They're not healed. So if you have, like, you know, a softball-sized chunk of flesh that's been rotted away, that's not coming back. No. Right? Like, her leg is fucked. Yeah, like... She's not just going to get I mean, up the antibiotics... Around. I mean, it wasn't that big of a wound. It wasn't softball-sized. It was a laceration. But um, the antibiotics... Oh, I'm talking about the infection. Like, the swollen infection under the well, skin. Well, I mean, a lot I of that flesh wrong, but like, I probably isn't <laughs> dead and will recover... Um, okay. I mean, the antibiotics will start working right away, just about right away, especially intravenous ones. Um, but yeah, I mean that all that swelling and stuff—that's like your body's reaction to the infection. Um, yeah, fighting the the yeah, it swells tissue. up, and well, I think there's like some type of like 
anti-swelling like proteins that show up there i'm not sure um but i mean yeah like as long as it's not like rotten to the core like she'd be okay okay i just felt like there was a lot of infection and a lot of dead tissue but i don't know i also just because of how fast it came on like within a few hours she was feeling pretty fucked up and they didn't get her antibiotics until the next day so but anyway so like they're kind of doing their thing whatever and then um the priest shows up at their house and the dad goes out and the priest is like join (laughs) us but without actually using words and the dad's like nah i'm good and then he's like join us and he's like Nope. And he's like, join us. And he's like, dude, get the fuck yeah, I off think the porch. He's like writing <laughs> stuff on the thing, like join us, that stuff. And then the dad yeah. like mentions motions to the paper and the guy's like, oh, here. So the dad takes it and he says something like, no, thank you. Please leave. Yeah. yeah. And then the guy <laughs> writes that um, the daughter is yeah. fertile. <laughs> and then the dad's like, fuck this shit and he goes out and he gets a gun and he goes back and threatens the guy well the the guy guy, like he levels the shotgun at him and the guy puts his finger up to his lips in like the shush motion Mm. and the dad just like shakes his head a little and cocks one of the hammers on the shotgun and i was like yep that's i'd fucking kill him too if i had to i would have shot him like here's the thing though like you can shoot someone and then leave the place that you shot them at. <laughs> you can just close the door. <laughs> I would have shot him. I would have shot him and then probably wounded someone else so that they would have screamed. And I would shut, I'd shut the door. Because, like... Was he there by himself? No, he was yeah. there with, like, four other people. I thought the first time he went, he no. was by no. himself. No, no. Oh, the no, first you're time right. Meet you're him, right. Because right. they're all, like, <gasps> whenever he lifts the shotgun and he's, like, calming them with, like, a, a, a wave of his hand. And I was, like, I would have shot that hand off. Yeah. So he would have screamed and I would have closed the door. And I would not have thought about it again. Yeah. Because, like, when it comes to creepy fucking people who came out and said that my daughter was fucking fertile or my family's safety... I'm going to choose my family's safety and I'm going to fucking shoot you. Yep. Yeah. Fucking weirdo. Yep. So I just... Or grab a knife out of the kitchen and whip it at him. <laughs> There's so many things you could have done. Like a bell. like, <laughs> Or just shoot him yeah. and close the door. <laughs> so anyway, um, that scene kind of bothered me. I was like, dude, come on. They're seriously like... Psst, psst. Fuck off. Psst. Stop it. Sucky. Stop being a little bitch. God. Awful. Um, so then they're like doing their thing again. At some point she loses communication with Rob because the tower in the area that she's in goes down. And he sent her a message and told her to go north because people were starting to be able to survive in the north because the creatures couldn't survive in cold temperatures i don't yes. imagine that caves are very warm no they are actually. they i mean they can be chilly but they seldom get like super cold mm. yeah they're almost always like a constant uh, deeper caves are almost always a constant temperature that is maybe like max said chilly but it's not like it's like 50s okay yep. so 
I went on cave tours when I was younger. <laughs> I did too. But... Stalactites and stalagmites yeah. are what I saw. I once went to a haunted house at one of the the cave systems around here. That sounds terrifying. It was super fun. Like, really fun, but I am a little bitch, and I kept screaming profanities at the people that were working there because they kept scaring me. <laughs> well, that sounds like a vicious cycle, because it's what they're there to do. <laughs> anyway, so... Just want to put it out there, a haunted house, like any kind of haunted house or that kind of situation, is the perfect place to kill someone. Hmm. Uh... Also, there's actually a really great haunted house near here. Um, Max, during the Halloween season, you should come out here and we should go and have my parents watch the kids. We can do that. We can go. Glad that you put that out there because, you know, if you didn't say have the, have your parents watch the kids, it would just be presumed that we'd just leave them here. <laughs> just, just, bring, just bring them with us. Just put Coco Melon on. Here's a pile of waffles. Good luck. <laughs> Resourceful. I think they would figure it out. I think that they would start eating potatoes immediately. I think that they <laughs> like would raw potatoes immediately. <laughs> they out would of those immediately bags. climb the stairs and go in and fuck around with all your three D printers. God, this sounds like an amazing experiment that I don't want to ever do. But I want to know what they would do if we just left them here. <laughs> I'm sure that no emotional trauma would come from that. <laughs> um, so anyway, <laughs> yeah, they apparently don't think anything's wrong, and they, you know. Don't have anything to fear from these fucking weird people, but and later that night, a and... young girl like walks up their porch and knocks on the door. I guess. I okay. I this movie just didn't really like give me any sort of concept of time, and I just assumed that that was like a different night, several days or a week later or something, like. It might have been, but I mean, I don't know. If I were a cult leader and I went into that situation where I was trying to get people to join my cult and then they were like, hey, fuck you and pointed a gun in my face, I wouldn't strike that night. Well, then you're not I a good cult wait. leader. Um, But the thing is, is that like... The more time you can kind of put between that first incident and the attack, the more safe my target is going to feel. They're going to think that the that there's not a concern. You're not anymore. a cult leader. You're a okay. serial killer. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, because what they're doing doesn't rely on their safety or them feeling safe. It's them relying on their humanity because they put a little girl outside that they want their them to bring in. But being the dad in that situation, I would be on high alert. And I probably would take the girl in, but I also would have made sure that I secured the house immediately. Like, I would not, I like... Mean, he looked out the windows. He didn't see he anyone. He looked out <laughs> one window <laughs> in one direction from the house. So they take the girl but, in. They no. somehow knew which room she was staying in, too, which is also really fucking cool. Well, I think they put but... phones on all the windows, but, um... Oh, yeah. they did. They did. <clears throat> they like did. All um, the windows. And did they, like, 
set, I guess they synchronized them. They set the alarms to go off. God, like fucking people having like the most amazing movie timing. Like, okay, we're going to count for like, how long is it until they let her inside? Okay, like we'll do like two minutes. No, let's do two minutes and 45 seconds. Come on, we want there to be well, some good Well, what I would here. do is yeah. just okay. put all the phones in my contact list and then just like conference call them all at the same time. But I'm pretty sure that the towers had already gone down at that point. Yeah. Because she had lost okay. contact with Rob. Plus they were alarms. They were very obvious. Like when they went off, it, it was like the alarms were going off. And then it said Fine, or stuff. But um, so they take the girl in and she's like wired with like a IED vest of cell phones. <laughs> <laughs> Noisemakers. I legitimately thought that they strapped a bomb no, to her phones. <laughs> I mean, I guess they don't give a shit about her because... What do they think was going to happen? And that was my other thing. Like, if I were this cult leader and my concern is getting a fertile girl to be able to repopulate the earth with, I wouldn't send another fertile girl as a <laughs> right. sacrifice. Yeah. In order to do this. And why did that have to happen? Like He just was not a good cult leader. Because, like, they had the phones on the windows, which were going to accomplish the same exact fucking thing. So, like, what was Because the they needed a distraction in the front room to keep everybody else away from where Allie was sleeping and just hope that Allie wasn't also awake but with them. why did them? they assume that they were all going to go to the basement? And why did they assume they were going to go in that order? <laughs> Whatever. So the phones go off and it's all like, boo, doo, 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 whatever. And I was going to make the stupid ringtone that I hate, but I, I realized <laughs> I couldn't do it as I was doing it. Um, so the only ringtone I can picture is the one from Jurassic Park 3. <laughs> Kirby's Paint and Tile Plus and Westgate. <laughs> I gave it to Nash when he. Oh. Fucking Spinosaurus. I I, I just watched that. Yes. Also, just real quick, are are we just going to assume that all the Vesps are flying after thunder? Yeah, probably. (laughs) Or deafened. It's out there. Go get it. In the rain, which I don't know how they can hear anything in the rain. But we already established that they hate water, so they're flying into the ground right now, repeatedly. Well, and I I think that that was the whole point is that the sound of the rain would cover footsteps. Uh, so if there happened to they they needed to like sprint off. But if it's really heavy rain, then you're not going to hear that alarm from more than like ten feet away. So I just I don't know the I logic know. in this movie. No, like, it's not whatever. great. We'll talk but... about it, but um, <laughs> so the. Allie gets taken. They go into the basement. The mom gets bopped across yeah. the bonds. Yeah. And they're taking Allie, like, out the front way, I guess. And the grandma sees them. And she goes running forward and she tackles the two guys that have Allie. And then she just starts screaming. Yeah. Which I, I you know, if I were terminally ill and it were my children and or grandchildren... Yeah, I'll probably do that shit. And so she and the two attackers two that she tackled get killed by Vesps. I might have tried to pull one of them on top of me and yell. Mm. 
And then just hold really still and hope that none of them bit me. Um, but I don't know if she had enough time or strength to do that. Yes. But anyway, so then they all end up outside at some point. Well, they all went out through the basement after Allie. Yeah. And uh, there's a scuffle. I think Jude might have jabbed somebody yeah. with a spear that his dad made for him. He did. Oh, that's did. right. His pointed stick. His dad was like, <laughs> Glenn would have wanted you to have this. It's such a fucking weird thing to say. Like, Glenn would have wanted you to have this stick that I just made right now that had no sentimental value attached yeah. to Glenn at all. He always went on and on. It's your first birthday when you were born. <laughs> and your first birthday, I went on and on about how he wanted you to have a pointed stick. Every year he brought it up, and every year I told him that you were too young. Toyong. <laughs> but <laughs> here's your point. Yes, there's stick. a scuffle, and the dad beats up a uh, reverend guy pretty bad. And then reverend guy stabs him, like, in mm. the stomach with a knife or in the side. Um, yeah. And then I think he's getting away. Like, they dispatch everybody else except the lady, and who I presume is her daughter. Um, <clears throat> yeah. But they get rid of the other attackers, and I think reverend guy, like, Goes to leave, and, like, dad guy takes the shotgun and just beats him to death with it. Hmm. Something like that. And then they figure out a way to start moving north. Yeah, they just skip to him having a long beard, John Krasinski style. Just like Quiet Place. And... And he's apparently fine from his... I don't know, maybe the knife wasn't long enough to have, like pierced his lung but it was right about that area I so I guess. Okay. they and, had penicillin it was fine uh, so they arrive at this town and meet up with Rob and then um, it cuts again to presumably a few months later and Allie has become a really good shot with a bow and they apparently still have to be super quiet because all the vests are not dead and well it doesn't get cold all over the world mm. so i guess they're migrating but she says something about uh i don't know there's some monologue about how she doesn't blame them or something and they just have to adapt or i didn't care for all her little monologues too. you know like this is our story this is yeah it, now it's just surviving i'm like ah, okay <laughs> Nobody so, cares. Yeah, they showed, like, a deer that was, like, in the cold area that they were at. And, like, the deer had, like, eggs in it, which I guess was supposed to be their way of saying that, like, if the young grow up in that environment, that they're able to withstand it. But, like, that's not how that works. Nope. So, a creature involved, like, evolving to be able to withstand the cold where it couldn't before takes thousands of years. Especially for something that spent that long evolving, like, the other direction. <laughs> It evolved perfectly to survive in a cave, so it's literally not equipped to do anything outside of that <laughs> cave. So we're fine. And that's basically the end. So, Max, um, what was your favorite part? My of the movie? favorite part was when the dad held the shotgun up, and the guy's like, "Ah, better be quiet," and he's like, "I don't care." Mm. That was my favorite part. Okay. Cool, cool. Victor, what was your favorite part? Favorite part. Um, I liked when Glenn 
did not like without any hesitation shot that guy in the parking lot mm. and like everyone else was like oh my god and he was like this is where we're at now like, this is what we have to do <laughs> 12 hours into this <laughs> how did you know that this is what the world's come to what um my favorite part was maybe when glenn started shooting the things Mm. no it was when the vests went through the wood chipper hold on one of our children's crying it's coffee not crying okay i think we're good We'll see. Max, what was your least What was your favorite part part again? Uh, The vests Ah. and the wood chipper. Uh, My least favorite part... um, Probably the vest made out of cell phones. (laughs) I I didn't Mm. get it. Okay. I mean... Really, one cell phone alarm going off isn't worse than ten, or is the same as ten. So I don't know. Well, I think that with ten, they're not going to uh, be able to stop them as as quickly. Like if it's one alarm, you might be able to stop it before it becomes an issue. <clears throat> and why was putting it in a bowl of water faster than turning the alarm? <laughs> Well, I guess just but the other side of that is off, like, like the windows on the it. phone like Victor said accomplish the same thing like once she's inside the house those vests yeah. the vest didn't have a point like <laughs> yeah yeah um Victor what was your least favorite part um I had the same problem with this that I did with The Quiet Place which is no surprise because they're very similar movies um the creatures seem to have varying intensities of uh, being able to tolerate sounds to the point of like one thing is upsetting to them and they'll attack it relentlessly to the next scene like doesn't seem to bother them that much and I get that like it's just the way that this has to work because of the writing like they created a creature that's really terrifying so they have to like dumb it down and then like ramp it back up again um, I just don't really like it in creature features whenever the creatures don't have a consistent set of like abilities or rules and it bothers me um, so yeah that um I actually had two oh. least favorite things. Whoa. That, wait. <laughs> One. What was your leastest least favorite? My my biggest issue with this movie was the evolutionary inconsistencies in, like, there was a giant fucking plot hole surrounding the way that these things came into existence. And the fact like different things about their existence outside of the cave and like just it didn't make any fucking like what what the fuck did they eat in those caves like what the fuck i don't like i if there were that many of them there's no way they could have all survived without some consistent source of food so like it just doesn't make any sense um but the other thing and this is something that I actually kind of appreciated about A Quiet Place versus this, um, is, like, yes, adding in the terrible human factor into it with, like, the cult, like, yeah, that sucks, but, like, that kind of, for me, that kind of takes away 
from it being a creature feature, if that makes sense. Like, I don't know. I just, I felt like it was an unnecessary, like, it felt like they tried to go really walking dead with it, but, like, minimize it to... Well, the problem is that there was no more tension in the movie. Like, they're living in a house, they're safe, the mom's taken care of, like, the next thing that they would have is maybe dealing with, like, the grandmother's death, but, like, that's not really a horror movie anymore, that's more, like, drama, so they had to do something in order to make the movie, you know, compelling. I guess in a quiet place they threw a baby into the mix. I I was just gonna say, like, (laughs) and we'll get to our scores here, but a lot of the problems I had with this movie, I also had with A Quiet Place. I really liked A Quiet Place. That was a fantastic movie. It really was. And I also believe this movie wasn't too much worse. Um, It wasn't as good as that, but I still thought it was better than what internet critics are calling it. Um, But Mm. for those reasons, mostly, because, like, like you had one child killed by this thing. And, like, if if I was in that situation... I am not having kids until I'm certain I can protect them. Any more kids. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? And like a baby is even worse than the, the youngest kid that they had because, <clears throat> excuse me, like babies can't, you know, they don't have control over anything, literally anything. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, and not only that, but like, like maybe if you were, you know, already pregnant at the beginning of, of this whole situation, but this thing had clearly been going on for a while yeah. in, a quiet, in a quiet place. And so, like, to make that decision, like, it's the same thing with The Walking Dead. Like, whenever they decided to, you know, make Lori <laughs> pregnant. and Well, she was pregnant before it started. Well, no, that's not true. Never mind. I take it back. But <sighs> it's the same thing in The Walking Dead as in uh, with a, a Quiet Place. Is like, don't have unprotected sex. Possibly don't even have sex. Yes. Because, I mean, I love sex. I really enjoy it. And I think that everyone, is, you know, should enjoy sex. I mean, you can that's, you that's, can give each other oral but sex. period. You know? Uh, right. Just as long as you're quiet <laughs> with every part of it. But, like, <laughs> but like the thing is, like, is, is having sex really more important? Really worth the risk. Not, not even just the risk of, like, uh dying but the risk of having a child like having a child in that world like is it really and maybe you know if you weren't in that situation you can't really say what you would do like maybe that that need for human contact and that kind of intimate contact is completely necessary and like is required in order for you not not to go insane but like go read the pharmacies for birth control like get it together my my point is (laughs) I, i really did like a quiet place but i found a lot of fault in that movie too yeah mm-hmm um all right uh the scariest part for oh you, well i mean this movie wasn't super horrific um i i mean the scary part would be just not being able to make any kind of noise because I, I think about it like after i watch the movie yeah. i'm like i walk around the house you know like it, it makes noise when i'm moving around <laughs> even if i'm just wearing sweatpants and stuff like there's the switch of my thighs rubbing on each other. and <laughs> Yeah. Yep, and that's actually, that was one of my bigger complaints, too, about this movie is, and about A Quiet Place. Like, if you're deaf, like, if you've been deaf for a while, I feel like you're not really cognizant of how much sound you're making 
at no. any given time. Like, it, you don't, like, it doesn't register that, like, you know, your footsteps are too heavy or whatever. Like, it doesn't... Anyway. Um, <clears throat> uh, are, I'm yeah, sorry, were you finished? Much. Let me just go off on a rant there. Um, all right. Uh, Victor. Um, scariest part? Um, honestly, there's... There's not a lot that I was really scared by in this movie. I, I mean, the dad having to deal with this thing and trying to keep his children safe would be terrifying. But for me personally, um, being the kid in that tunnel staring down a rattlesnake <laughs> would be horrifying. You've got people behind you. Mm. Your mom's being attacked, so you can't go backwards. And you've got a really awful, deadly creature in front of you that you have to deal with. And, like, it's not happy that you're there. <laughs> like, that would be awful. That is... Not my worst nightmare, but it's pretty far up there to be stuffed in a tiny steel tube with a snake in front of me. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> the scariest part for me... I legitimately don't even know. Not knowing if your boyfriend is safe. No. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I legitimately can't, like pinpoint anything i think like the the beginning of the infestation mm. like where you don't know what the fuck's going on and like nobody knows like you like there's no like i you know thinking back to the beginning of the the covid pandemic like that was a little bit scary <clears throat> like whenever you know all the shit went off the shelves in the stores and it was like what the hell is happening right now yeah um <clears throat> that was probably that would probably be mine um okay <clears throat> uh max what is your horror rating overall okay yeah, overall, I we do overall first overall i'm going to give it a seven out of ten seldom do i agree with internet critics okay um and here's why the actors were all really good. I mean, Miranda Otto. I mean, you know. Uh, but, I mean, everybody, I think, did a really good job acting in this movie. Um, and looking at it objectively. I mean, it's it's posited this movie's ripping off A Quiet Place. That's, that's the consensus. Mm, yeah. And it really does seem like it. Um, but a lot of the stuff that I would have found at fault in this movie, I also found at fault in A Quiet Place, which I is posited right. to be a great movie by internet critics. So... <clears throat> I think that a big part of the issue with this movie came from the fact that A Quiet Place had just been done. Like, if well. it had been a new idea, or if they had had made the idea better, it would have done so, better. Go ahead. But because... But because it came so soon after, like, everybody was like, we literally just watched this movie and this wasn't okay. an improvement. Like, <clears throat> I, I agree. Um, and I agree that it seems that way. But here's some interesting timelines for you. A Quiet Place was released April 6, 2018. So the silence. Mm -hmm. Let's see. Um, principal, it says here on the, not the subpoena, the summary, um, 
principal photography for The Silence began in Toronto in September 2017. So. Okay. So it started shooting... Shortly before the release of A Quiet Place. So, Um, in theory, it's impossible that this was ripped off of that movie. Yes. I'm not saying necessarily that the issue is that it's a ripoff. I'm saying that the issue is that we had literally just seen this same movie come out a couple of months before this one did. And this one wasn't... Like, it wasn't, like, super, super good compared to A Quiet Place or anything. Like, it was just like, we just watched this, we're bored with it, this didn't make I knew that's what you were saying. Like... I'm saying this, I guess, for the benefit of our audience. Okay. Um, okay. I'm just, like, I, I'm i not saying that it, it, that it was a ripoff and that's why people didn't like it. I'm saying that, like, people right. were already bored. And I agree. Concept, I think so. that is the most likely thing that happened. Um... Mm. Yeah, because this was in production. You know, the script and everything would have been written by the time yeah. A Quiet Place came out. Um, yeah, and yeah. it says here, actually, I'm, I'm not sure about this. It began in 2017. Yeah. So a different company from Netflix acquired the distribution rights to it in 2017. Um, and I guess they ran out of money and sold a bunch of stuff to Netflix. Netflix picked it up along with a bunch of other stuff. Mm. So... It does. As Netflix tends to so, do. having said all that, uh, all right. that's why I'm giving it a 7 out of 10. Because I no longer believe... The first For time I saw it, I thought it was a direct... Like, they just completely ripped it off A Quiet Place. But they didn't. And all the things I found wrong with this movie are things I also found wrong with A Quiet Place. So, done. Right. Okay. Victor. Um, I'm going to give it a... Uh, I did really like the acting, and there were some things about this that were kind of fun and interesting. I'm going to give it a 6 out of 10. I enjoyed it, but I have problems that bug bug me when it comes to creature movies. So, yeah, 6 out of 10 overall. Um, I'm going to give it a 4 out of 10. Um, just, I, I don't know. It's not my kind of movie. I did like A Quiet Place. Like, I liked it to watch it one time. <sighs> I don't know that I would. Really I've tried to go back and watch it again, it again and I—I I don't know. It's just not the same. Mm. Yeah, and I think that I would have that same problem. Like I liked a quiet place. I liked watching it one time. I didn't need to see it again in this movie, and so I like the acting was okay. The plot was, you know, okay, um, but. I don't know. There was just a lot of shit that I was just like, okay, but why? And then also the fact that I spent the first, you know, 10 to 15 minutes of the movie going, why the fuck <laughs> are they making that sound with the, the high-pitched squealing? Because it just really irritates me. I have such a hard time with it. Max, what is okay, your horror well, rating? Well, horror-wise... Um... <sighs> It depends on how I want to look at it. Like, if I was in that situation, my horror would be through the roof. But watching the movie in my chair, comfortably sipping my coffee and farting into my cushion, my my coccyx pillow. Coccyx coccyx pillow. (laughs) Coccyx pillow. I'm going to give it a 5 out of 10. 
Yeah, and that's, I always feel like I kind of have to go by that because, like, I feel like 90% of these movies, if I were in those situations, I would yeah. be freaked the fuck out. Yeah. But sitting and watching the movie, I'm just like, oh my god, <laughs> is this over yet? So, um, all right, Victor. Um, just kind of going off what you guys are saying there, uh, I typically... If the movie makes me feel like I'm in that situation, it makes me feel really scared. It makes me like have those kinds of emotions, like worrying about my children or something like that. That's when I kind of have an easier time saying that this really scared me because it put me in that mindset. Um, <clears throat> and that'll help me give it that rating of, of like really like scary because I felt like, you know, that's what it would be like. Um, but in this movie, I didn't really get that that sense. And maybe it was just the way that a quiet place was shot or maybe it was a way that uh you know the pacing or something oh, just pulled were, me in more and made there was different shooting styles because i'm just thinking of a quiet place and like the part where she like goes to turn and walk up the stairs and just as the camera pans up one mm. of the things like just walks past the door you know stuff like that i was like oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> subtle stuff that isn't like you know plus they were a little bit more consistently angry about noise and a little bit more, a little bit more consistent. Um, but yeah, it's just, I don't know. And maybe the creatures were scarier too. Yeah. That, like, there's that too. Like they were like an imposing force rather than being like an angry, like they seemed like they had a will. Like they, but were, see, that's one thing I did anyway, like about it. Um, the silence a, is that a, you could fight these things kind of, I mean, you could kill one, you know, without too much trouble. Yeah. Well, yeah. But they were just an overwhelming force. Um, but yeah, I mean, overall, I'm, uh, for horror rating for this, it wasn't really any point I was really scared. Um, but I would say that, like, 4 out of 10 for me. Um, I'm well, 3 out of 10. I just, there, there really weren't very many parts where I was, like, super freaked out. And the overall concept is, is really scary, but, like, it's not... It, do you think know. Rain of Fire was scarier? Um, I yeah, legitimately don't Ooh. know that I've seen that movie. It had did it no. have Heath Ledger? Um, it had um, Christian Bale what and Matt Dave, or uh, Matthew McConaughey. <coughs> Gosh, <laughs> it also had Gerard Butler. I think. Was it? I'm sorry. Was it Rain, Rain of, of Fire, Fire or Rain of Fire? Well, you'll Rain have to Fire. watch it on your own because I looked. And I it's not a horror movie. It's not listed as such. Yeah, I, I didn't but, think I mean, that it was. Was it Gerard? I Butler? think Gerard Butler was um, uh, Christian been. Bale's friend. Creedy. Creedy. Yeah. Mm, you might be right about that. But yeah. I, I recommend okay. it. Yeah, I um, mean, Matthew, look up Ma- Matthew um, McConaughey in that movie. Tell me he's not freaking. He looks like a fucking Viking. Beefcake. Um, that um, movie was like Twenty Eight Days Later meets. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Medieval dragons <laughs> meets Skyrim, maybe. <laughs> All and right. The silence was like Rain of Fire meets A Quiet Place. <laughs> so, um, need something. <laughs> so, am I understanding that this is like dragons in a current yes. time? It's it is exactly yes. the same plot as uh, uh, Silence. They accidentally crack into uh, an undiscovered opening in a cave oh. uh, or an underground like 
chasm in a cave and okay. it lets dragons out. But instead of little critters, it's a dragon, a fucking Big dragon. old critters. Um, I don't think that I would like that. I like to keep my... It's like whenever people put cartoons in live action movies. Like, I can't... I can't Why don't you go eat a fart? I can't have dragons with guns. It just doesn't work for me. I'm sorry. Um, well, they didn't use a lot of they guns. They didn't, really. I guess because bullets. They had a fucking tank, which... In Does... hindsight, they didn't use at all. <laughs> but also, do you really want to be locked in a tank with something that can breathe fire? Uh, that's true. No. <laughs> Um, pockets. They did use a harpoon gun, though. That, that was, was pretty, pretty cool. cool. Okay, so <laughs> before I make my final decision on what we're watching next week, um, Midsummer was like three hours long, right? It was pretty long. It felt like it was three hours long. Uh, uh, what are you okay, doing? What's happening so right now? What I want to pick was actually a miniseries. Oh, God. And oh. so it's longer. It's just over three hours long. Is it something we've seen before? No. Wait, um, I don't think you've seen it, but I don't know for sure. Have you seen it? Uh, I Whenever it first came out in 2002, I, I did. Uh, or 2004, sorry. But I haven't seen it since Wait, then. is it Rose Red? No. Okay. But that did come out around the same time, and that is a miniseries. I, see, I thought that was actually split up into like four parts. Um, it was split up into three two-hour-long segments, but whenever they cut out the commercials, it it was only three hours long. <laughs> oh um, so I mean, would you guys be opposed to that? Uh, so Midsummer was two hours and twenty minutes long. So just for perspective, okay. So you're you're asking us for, to give you another forty minutes of our time. Well, I Basically. mean, we have discussed this before, and there's a couple yeah. other like mini series that I thought might have a good spot on the show. So I'm open to the idea. Okay, um, just you have because, our I tacit mean, endorsement. <clears throat> mini series, like like I said, most of the time they're you know three two hour long parts, but they're really not that long. Um, is a storm of the century? No, although that is a good one too. Um, I would like to choose the 2004 Salem's Lot starring Rob Lowe oh, man. and Donald Sutherland. Hmm. Is that Kiefer Sutherland's dad? Yes, I believe so. Huh. Um, he was uh, um, President Snow in The Hunger Games. Um, oh, he's been in a lot of stuff. He also oh, yeah. does the orange juice commercials. Um, yes, he was the president. But... Oh, it's also got James Cromwell and Rutger Howard. Jeez, they loaded this cast up. And that's like it's so funny to me whenever, um, like I <laughs> talk about these miniseries because, like, I feel like not enough people have seen them. Like, <sighs> I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. I've definitely not seen Salem's Lot. No, I, I don't so. think I have either. Because there's a 1973 like, version or something like that. Yes. <clears throat> and um, it's actually, it's kind of hard to come across this one if you're Googling for it. Let me, come on, get out of here. Oh, Thank he you. was in an, an American um, Haunting. I remember that movie. It is available on Amazon Prime to rent for three ninety nine or to buy for ten ninety nine. So, um, just that. Unfortunately, it is a, a paid one, but it's like The Shining. 
um, miniseries. Everybody obviously knows the Jack Nicholson one, but there was a miniseries that came out in the early 90s. Um, and uh, if you Google you know, The Shining, it doesn't usually come up with it. And it's actually really hard to find. Um, one of our children is awake. So anyway, that's what I'm picking. Hey, I'm going to tell we you will... something. I don't know if anybody's read the Dark Tower series, but Father Callahan was in that. He was in the Dark Tower series. Huh. And they discuss a little bit what happens... I didn't realize they were referring to Salem's Lot when he was talking about it, but that's because that's Father Callahan. So, hmm. yeah, you hear some a little exposition on it if you read those books. All right. Cool. Well, um, yeah, so if you want to reach us, then... <coughs> Houndsofhorrorpod at gmail.com if you have any like comments, <laughs> concerns, questions, um, recommendations on movies you think we should watch, or snacks... If there's like a snack that you really like that you think is really good, we've been trying to expand our snack palette. So send us a palette of snacks. Um, but yeah, um, thanks for listening to our review of Silence. The Silence. Uh, the Silence. The Silence. Um, I think. And we will catch you with a vampire movie next time. Yeah, Salem's Lot. All right. Bye. Bye, everyone. Peace.